I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back and Merry Christmas, guys. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF and founder of Chakra Girl Co., a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life and activate your mother effing chakras, guys. Today on this special Christmas episode. Actually, it was kind of recorded way before Christmas, but still. Um, We are joined by the hilarious Annabelle DiCiesto. She is the host of Adderall and Compliments, which is one of my fave podcasts. And we're sharing all things spiritually healing, but also humor, guys. Get ready to literally laugh out loud while we're going deep at the same time, because we're talking about Annabelle's journey through depression and into starting her podcast. And we're talking about how to really take advantage of the healing qualities of crystals and the power of being in charge of your own work. I'm also sharing some fun little tidbits. Okay, so I've been getting so many messages about my meditation bundle, so I'm just going to tell you about it here real quick. The women that are using my meditations every day are reporting that they're making more money, having more energy, feeling sexier, and just feeling better and more powerful, guys. And all it takes is hanging out with me and meditating for seven to 12 minutes a day. I'd say that's worth it. My meditations were made for women just like you to work through chakra blocks and to activate chakra superpowers. And I'm giving you guys $10 off. So go grab them chakragirlco.com select meditations from the top navigation and use the promo code podcast again chakragirlco.com meditations promo code podcast guys uh, it's christmas eve i am just so so blessed to 
I'm just feel like I'm just like reflecting like on where I've come this year and all the amazing things we've been able to do with the podcast. I just want to thank you guys. It's been so, so amazing. I'm just so obsessed with this time of the year. Um, I'm a big holiday guy and there's like the lights, the gifts, the mulled wine, everything. I actually love buying for people too. Although yesterday I went shopping and ended up purchasing a Celine bag for myself. So there's that. But I want to say I had a dream about the Celine bag. So I had to buy it in the dream. Mindy Kaling worked at the store though and sold me the purse. I'm not really sure what the meaning behind that part of it is, but I knew I had to buy it. And the funny thing was, is that the next day, so I bought it last night, this morning, I signed an $8,000 client. So I'm like, shit, I should have bought it in black too. So that kind of brings me to my chakra tip, guys. So this is a manifesting tip. Don't wait for the thing to happen to get the thing. Okay. So I could have been like, mm, I have a client that like wants to sign up. Should I just like wait until tomorrow to like see if she signs up to get the bag? Like, no, I don't believe in when this, then that. So, you know, when I sign a client, I'll get the thing or when I make the money out of this. No, you have to take the action first and then the universe gives you what you want. So that requires you to really use like tap into the root chakra for that forward momentum to get rid of any fears and to just like have that like grounded trust that you are supported and that you can just go buy the slim bag and everything's going to work out just fine. So I actually have a Christmas gift for you guys. It's not a slim bag like come on, but it is a meditation for you to manifest your dream bag. So I pretended to start a YouTube channel once upon a time. So if you go to YouTube and you go to Shocker Girl TV, there is, I have a few meditations there. And one of them is a meditation to manifest your dream handbag. So go check it out. It's like really fun and just cute and you're going to get the bag. So make it happen. I want to give a chakra shout out to Tula probiotic skincare. Okay. They have like these really amazing skincare products that have probiotics in them, which are usually like used to help balance your stomach, but they work so well for skin. Like they make your skin have more moisture, your complexion's more hydrated, and it also reduces inflammation. So I have a theory here. So I'm like a super yeasty person and you know, know how basically the yeast in your body and the bacteria in your body need to be balanced. So if you are overly yeasty, that means you need like more bacteria, good bacteria to make that like balance out. So if you're drinking a lot of red wine, which I always am, then that's probably why my skin gets red and inflamed. And I feel like that's the yeastiness. And then the probiotics on the skincare products, get rid of the redness. And I swear to you guys, like I have tried and tested this. My skin is so much less red. It's like not red at all. And it looks so good. And it's just so moisturized. So perfect for the holidays. Check out Tula Skincare. I've used their wipes. I've used their, I got this kit called the Glow Kit. Um, I'm going to share more about them on Instagram, but check out Tula Probiotic Skincare. So obsessed with them. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. It's so much fun. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Annabelle DeSisto. She is a podcaster, host, a writer, a comedian, an entrepreneur, and a single cat mother of three. How sweet is that? Annabelle previously wrote 
a comedy for Joan Rivers on Fashion Police, which I'm obsessed with, and is currently writing on Page Six TV. Her podcast, Adderall and Compliments, is so fucking funny, you guys. I just love it. I'm sure you've listened, and if not, go now. Well, after this episode. Um, it's a weekly podcast where she discusses pop culture, mental health, and real housewives, you know, all the important stuff. She also talks about crystals, which I'm obsessed with because I just need another gal like me on a mission to make crystals chic and accessible and not just for the granolas. I have been following Annabelle forever and I'm just so happy to have her on the show and to be a part of Dear Media with her. Makes me feel like I've made it. So welcome to the show, Annabelle. Oh my God. That was the nicest intro ever. Well, I know you love compliments, so... I was going to say, like, it's not going to get better than that for me. I should, like, we should just end it now. Like, that's, Done. <laughs> like, that's it. That's good. That's the best for me this week. My therapist <laughs> will have a, a much easier time during the session. <laughs> so just she'll be very, play it for her. <laughs> she'll be very grateful to you. You took a um, load off of her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely am in all of you and everything that you've created and what you do. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to be a guest and I'm sorry. I normally have a baby stripper voice just in general, but right now I, um, I feel like I sound like Urkel on top of it. So I'm sorry to keep, <laughs> like that. I keep sniffing and I sound like, I know like Jack's on Vanderpump rules where he's like, yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah. So <laughs> for much different reasons, much different reasons. Oh my gosh. So no, I want to, I want to apologize about that um, to oh, begin with. But good. thank you so much for doing this. Oh my God, no. Thank you. Let's get into the slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? My daily ritual for like spirituality or yes. hygiene? Probably uh, the spirituality is like better than the spirituality. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, every day when I wake up, I do something that I learned from Richard Simmons, who is truly one of the kindest, purest souls on this earth. You know, when you just meet people and you're like, oh, they're real life angels who are here, like divine beings for a reason. I mean, we're all here for a reason, but like, you know, some more than others. He's really Uh, here for a reason. (laughs) And so he was just one of the most magical, incredible people I ever had the like pleasure to be around. And so he told us this in his workout class that I used to go to. He said that every day when he wakes up, before he even gets out of bed, as soon as he opens his eyes, he's like, I say, thank you for letting me wake up alive today. I'm alive, which is the greatest gift of all. I woke up alive, happy and healthy. Thank you, universe. I'm alive. I'm already starting off with the best gift. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. And it's just, I started doing it after he said that, and it really does make a difference of just you. I know it sounds like the most basic, you know, thing, but I'm like, oh, it really is. You are really already ahead of majority of people that you were able to wake up today and that you have this ability and this energy in your body and just grateful for the day and what you can do with it. And I think just starting off like that, even before you get out of bed. So no matter what else like happens in your morning for the rest of your day you've already started out with like gratitude and in like a positive yeah like like a super high vibe yeah and plus it's like I mean it's so easy it's like you know one or two sentences depending on how much rambling you do which I do a lot more than 
regular people, but it's like <laughs> some people don't have the time to meditate. So it's like you say one sentence, you know, you're good. Well, you're laying in bed, but yeah, that is something I have to do every day. And I always have at least three crystals on me. Um, de- well, depending if I'm wearing a bra or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So please tell me that you've done this ritual when you've like woken up next to a new guy that you just like woke up screaming. Oh, um, that is so, so kind of you to think that, um, I have a guy <laughs> to wake up with at any time. <laughs> um, Save it for next time. <laughs> oh yeah. So no, I mean, I, hopefully I will have a new report for you of how it goes when I have a guy um, yes. sleeping next to me. Um, actually I shouldn't say that I'm lucky enough to have, uh, three men sleep next to me. Um, uh, their names are Tuxedo, Hefferson and Wheezy. Oh, and so they are my, uh, three furry boyfriends. And actually, I mean, they're very supportive of my affirmations. It really doesn't bother them that much. Uh, cause they know it after I say that I'm about to go feed them. So they yes. very much look forward to me <laughs> waking it's up. Part of their ritual as well. Yes. I think that's the most important ritual to them. Definitely. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Oh, I mean, that's a Sophie's choice. It's so hard. One crystal, especially that I've been using a lot right now, um, just cause I've been going through some emotional ups and downs, like even more than just the regular, you know, manicness, like yeah. bipolarness. Um, I've really been using, um, my black tourmaline mm-hmm. and that is, I know it's, I mean, it's obviously a grounding crystal, but that to me, it's just like a rock version of a very deep breath, which mm-hmm. just kind of grounds me. And I just feel like so much safer. It's, I know it's my version of like how animals how have like those thunder blankets you can buy at like Petco to like yes. put on them when they get nervous. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like my crystal version of a um, thunder shirt. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, it also like wards off. I can't remember how she worded it, but basically like spiritual predators or something like people that are speaking badly about you or like anyone that's like directing negative energy towards you. It like wards it off. Yes. And I, you know, depending on what you're doing in, um, just regular life or especially in LA, uh, dealing with other people, um, that level of negative energy varies, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> with its strength. So especially, um, in the last few months I have been using this and it really does make a difference of when I'm spiraling, when I'm not holding it and not using it. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is so rude. Um, okay. <laughs> that was actually just, uh, the only other people who like text me are my parents. And like, this was the Walgreens pharmacy to remind me Um, (laughs) uh, for the benefit of the rest of the world. Like, please pick up your medications. (laughs) We need you too. Yes. (laughs) Do you love, like, what's your favorite? Well, I, well, okay. I know it's basic, but I really love the amethyst. I feel like I just, kind of picture it like sucking out any of the negative energy and turning it into goodness and just bringing, you know, kind of illuminating the crown chakra and calling in all the things I want. And like, mostly that's like designer bags. So that's what I like to use amethyst for. (laughs) I love it. I don't think it is basic at all. I mean, it's the most popular for a reason. I feel like it is the crystal version of like coconut oil or like avocado toast. Like it's just a go-to staple where it works on all different like 
how thanks to Pinterest, we've learned that apple cider vinegar like cures anything and everything. Yeah. So does amethyst. So get on it, guys. It's just like a go-to. You're never going to go wrong with amethyst. Never. No, it's so good. And it's just so pretty and like sparkly and you just got to love it. And it's so, I mean, I know that they're all like, well, what, what you're supposed to believe about children is like, they're all beautiful, but it's like some crystals are more aesthetically pleasing. Exactly. Like I can't with like a tiger's eye, like, sorry, but I don't, I don't like you. It's like, I love, uh, I love the energy that like tiger's eye and like garnet. Yeah, like I need them. Like, you know, my sacral chakra needs it. But like, like, I don't know. I'm not going to put you on my mantle or anything. Or like carnelian. It's not, you know, it's not going to win like the first prize if, you know, in a beauty contest. No. (laughs) We all have our, like, we all have our strengths. Yeah. (laughs) So true. So true. Okay. I know you don't drink very much, but I know you did last night. Well, not very much, but that was like child's play for me. But what is your go-to cocktail? Um, my go-to cocktail is, I know so little about um, drinks that the only drinks I know how to order are drinks that have the entire recipe in the title. So either Red Bull and vodka or cranberry and vodka. Okay. Good and so I mean, like Red Bull is like a heart attack waiting to happen, but I mean. Yeah, I feel like I cannot believe that all of us used to drink Red Bull. Like I would. Like a can. Like I would drink, like sometimes I would drink like a five in one day. And I feel like that's so, I know, like so odds of us are so like 2000s where now it sounds so old. Like, do you remember that like sugary energy drink? It was like called like Surge or like from like the 90s. I remember. I mean, we're in Canada. We don't really get everything here, but I know there were like so many. Well, you're like, you are so much better off there. I mean, everything there is like so much cleaner and nicer than gross fucking Americans. And we've got rules here. We've got like regulations. I'm like, please, please let me into your country. Like I can't, (laughs) that's what I'm manifesting. I'm using all of my rocks to please, um, (sighs) please get me out of here. We'll Um, find you a nice Canadian boy and you can get your visa. Yes. I'm like, I will, I promise I will not bring a Red Bull um, there. So, yeah, I used to drink that, but yeah, now it's just vodka and cranberry. Um, so the cranberry juice, I'm very prone to UTIs. So that kind of helps, you know, there you it, go. it's like a, it's like a combo. You're like getting your medicine and getting a buzz. It's perfect. So, you know, I like to, I like to multitask. If Lauren Everts has taught us. Yeah. <laughs> it's to multitask. Oh my God. I love it. Who's your favorite Kardashian? This is very important. I love that you have this question. I love that you are supportive of America's first family. Yes. Obsessed. And I have been a fan of Kim Kardashian. And I know I, I like say this more than I say my own name, but I have been a fan of Kim since she was Paris Hilton's closet organizer. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that because I was obsessed with Paris Hilton, like still am got a pink car because of Paris Hilton, did my, uh, our biggest, uh, like assignment, um, for English class, like uh, half of our grade was to do an entire like presentation on like an autobiography and everyone chose, you know, what they considered important, you know, books to like help get into college, like Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> like Maya Angelou. And I did Confessions of an Heiress by Paris Hilton. And of I, course. And I brought in my chihuahua to hold during the entire thing. Oh my um, gosh. So I, I was it. like, 
obsessed with her. And so in all the paparazzi pictures, all of a sudden you saw like this gorgeous brunette with like really big eyebrows and like long, straight share hair, like wearing like a lot of eye makeup. And I was like, who is that girl? I'm obsessed. I finally found somebody who was like an eyebrow twin of mine. And I'm like, I need to know more. And so she was just like in the back of all of Paris Hilton's pictures. And I was like, God, that girl is so beautiful. And I would like talk about her and people are like, you're, it's sad enough that you're talking about Paris Hilton, but now you're talking about her closet organizer, <laughs> like another level. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what her name is, but she, she's going to make it big. And so when her sex tape came out, I felt like I had discovered like, I know, like Lady Gaga had an open mic. I'm like, I told you all she was a star. So like, yes. in the beginning. So Kim, she started it all. I love that she has built this entire fucking empire all based on her, like all based on her personality and using every tool she has like in her box. Like, and I don't mean that as like a vagina pun. I'm like <laughs> she is like, she has changed, like that family has changed so many things. They've changed makeup. They've changed, like they've changed technology. Like they've they've changed like idea of like body image, like what that family has done is incredible. I mean, I'm even going to lump, you know, Rob in there. I mean, like what he tried to do with socks was, you know, admirable. I mean, like he did it for a bit. He, he was, I, but no, I, I mean, totally agree. And like, the, even they, they like opened up the possibility for all of us to be like, we're influencers too. Like you don't have to be famous or be a singer or an actress anymore. You can just like show up on social media and post selfies and make money doing it. And like, I think that's a good thing. I admire them so much. And I would get into arguments. Like I, I used to work at a radio station in Florida and I would get into a fight with like one of the main uh, VJs like every day about the Kardashians. And I would defend them. Like I was a Kardashian lobbyist. Like I was getting paid to do it. And I would get like so passionate about it where I like, if somebody said something about my own family, I'd be like, oh yeah, probably. But, if somebody, <laughs> but then talking, I'm like, you, you can say whatever about me or my parents. Yeah. Do not go after the Kardashians. Ever. And I would go hard on, like hard on them. Yeah. I and got so into like I a just, full on domestic with my cousin on Christmas Eve when I had one too many hot toddies. Um, <laughs> and it was really awkward the next morning, let me tell you. But I know, I just like, I feel like people that, are like super judgmental are just a little jealous you know it's they have when people are like mm, they, they have no talent what do they do and I'm like they obviously have talent because they have been in this for 11 years and they are still like and they still are like more and more popular every day and so it's like not just like their looks like nobody says that like Naomi Campbell or like Gigi Hadid, like nobody says that they're not talented yeah, when they're exactly. like using their looks and their body, which is exactly what Kim did at the beginning and continues to do. But I don't know why people like respect models. I mean, which we should, but that they don't see like Kim or that family in the same way. When like, they're that, actually like running empires. That they have so many other things going mm -hmm. and they're like, they're, you know, they're rich for no reason. They don't do anything. And I'm like, number one, that is everyone's dream yeah. is to be rich and not have to do anything. <laughs> like if I would absolutely 100% do that. If somebody's like, you could have a sex tape and everybody will see it, but you and your family and your children and their children will be set for life. I'd be like, oh, absolutely. Number one, I'd make the worst sex tape ever. So like people would <laughs> fall asleep watching it. Um, and like, yeah, who wouldn't do that? But it's like, 
I give anyone credit who is that rich and like still continues to do stuff. I don't want to do stuff and I'm not rich. I can't imagine what I'm going to be like when I'm like successful. I'm like Beyonce, Kim, like you don't, you don't need this. Like I would just like stay at home, like eat bonbons all day. Like I'm good. Like the fact that anyone continues to do stuff, I'm like, wow, they really are ambitious. Like, <laughs> Look I'm at sorry. all those things that they want to do. I'm just like um, word vomiting all over your podcast. No, like, I just needed a simple answer. I'm just like, no. Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. Like, no, I love it. We are like Kardashian lobbyists, and I think we need to like make a stand. I think this is very important. I agree. And everyone thinks Kris Jenner is evil, and I'm like, no, no she, she's a genius. What she has done, and what she has installed in her family and that they're striving, that they're doing something new every day. And they, at the beginning, I mean, they did like tanning lotion and like shoe deals and like headbands and like stuff for, I mean, my dream, I was, I still am a huge um, BB wearer. Everyone makes fun of it. Um, They still have BB. Uh, sadly not in, sadly the stores have closed okay yeah um the uh actual like physical stores have closed the website is still very much alive and I'm doing everything I can to keep it in business <laughs> I'm wearing like BB couture from you know 08 but it's I like I remember Kardashians did a collection with them and I'm like oh my god this is my this is my dream this is it's all happening like Sheena Marie's tattoo um, well, and that's the thing it's like they literally had the a platform where they could do anything and they still can. So like, why wouldn't you want to give that to your children? Or why, why wouldn't you want that for yourself? If all you got to do is like put out a sex tape, sign me up. I'm like, I'm they down. said yes to everything. And yeah. I, I think that was like, okay, instead of, I used to think of like, oh, wow, that's so like desperate, not with them. But when I would see people of like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, but I'm just like, no, the fact that you are going through every door and window that opens even just a little bit and like busting through it. Like that's what you need to do. And especially for women, I think it's really, really empowering. Yeah. And I think you need to test everything out too. So like once they, like, would they have known their love for like makeup if they didn't do like white label stuff before? Maybe not. And then they wouldn't have had their own branded empires. So we are Kardashian supporters. And if you're not, then, you know, I don't know if I want you listening to my podcast. Just kidding. I love you. Please listen. I need the numbers. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next question before we get into you. What is a guilty pleasure that you think like good spiritual people don't do, but you always do? Oh, that's such a good question. See, this is so unlike my podcast. I'm like, oh, wow. All of these are good questions. Um, <laughs> so, you can use- so completely different. Um, ooh, a guilty pleasure that I don't think, um, like st- what we think of like the stereotypical, like yes. what good spiritual people do. I guess I have a lot of like anger is such, <laughs> I feel like anger is such like a bad word. Um, I get like with crystals and like in our day of like, people are like, oh, they're like always, um, like positive, like 100%. And if you're spiritual, like they're always in that, like peace be with you, mm-hmm. you know, like Dalai Lama, like bless you, nothing's bothering me, but it's just, I, I get really passionate about things that I don't like. Um, and I get very, very upset and like, will I like, sorry, that's a terrible answer. I really am trying to think like, <laughs> I get it, like anger issues. You get more angry than the average spiritual person, but I, but I'm like, Oh, that's not even a guilty pleasure. I'm like, really sorry. I don't, yeah, I'm like, are you finding pleasure in this anger? <laughs> 
I am like, sorry. I was just like reaching of like, okay, I'm doing like a Kellyanne Conway. I'm like, okay, if I keep talking, then like something, like <laughs> something else. <laughs> Uh, I don't, truly don't think my um, medication has um, kicked in yet. Like, I'm gonna, what, I'm just gonna steal other people's. What are other people's answers? Okay. Give me some ideas. <laughs> well, okay, I'm okay with yours because one of mine is like road rage. I could stop if I wanted to, but I kind of enjoy like screaming and fingering people and honking my horn nonstop. It's so like, go. wow! I can't believe that people even like honk in Canada. Oh, we honk. I mean, I do. I don't know. See, I feel like you guys are like so polite that you would just be like, beep, beep, like, have a great day. Like, <gasps> I think that's why I stand out so much because I'm not, I'm just not, I just, I can't with pedestrians. I can't with people on bikes, like just get out of the way. I think it's that, I mean, and I even have like necklaces and bracelets that say what is something I always say, like on the podcast and I tell the kittens, which I use a lot for like normal everyday stuff of like, when I say something negative into the universe or about like a regular person or like doubting myself or saying something gross, I say cancel clear. I wish them well, like at the end, like if I'm like gossiping or whatever about somebody I know in real life or just saying something like that. So I say I'm like cancel clear. I wish it well, but that doesn't apply to um, especially some stuff that's going on in like the media and like world right now yeah. that very much. I'm, I'm just like, I do not cancel clear then. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> and then burn in hell. <laughs> oh yeah. But, so it's like, for the most part, I like cancel clear everyone and like, you know, that negativity and it's not good to have in your life. But then I save all like that cancel clearing to put on to a certain group of people. And I don't want to like ruin your podcast by like going into like anything poli- like political. Um, Cause I don't want to drown your podcast. Like we I don't, don't have politics in Canada. So I was going to say, I'm like, you're so lucky. And I'm like, and your prime minister is so hot. Like God, please, please let me in. Um, oh, yeah. We'll let but, you in. But yeah, no, but, we, I mean, we get, we get all your stuff. Like we're, we're always getting your news. So. Normally, um, my uh, extreme anger is to old white men. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I have that too. <laughs> or, or in my or old orange men, orange, <laughs> yeah, especially the orange ones. So let's talk about you. How did my favorite your, subject? Your favorite subject. How did your journey start? Like, how did it all begin? How did you get to where you are today? Well, I was like, it all started. April 17, 1989 in Kansas City when I was born. Oh, God. It was, it was 5.05 a.m. Um, I started with the podcast or? Yeah, with the podcast and, and all the other cool things you're doing. Okay. I moved to L.A. as to, wanting to be like thinking I was going to do PR just from like watching the hills because I had no idea like what the fuck to do. And I was like too embarrassed to admit I wanted to do acting. And I moved here and I'm like, I'm going to be an actress. And once you're doing enough failed auditions for unpaid student films, that half of them require like full nudity. And so going in to like (laughs) audition for something that requires like a full nudity, which I like didn't do because like it's unpaid and it's a student film. And also I'm like, no, no, no. If I'm doing full nudity, I'm going to have professional hair and makeup and I'm getting paid. This is going to be on vivid. This is going to be something. No, I'm going to do professional, you know, full nudity. Or it'll be a celebrity sex tape. Exactly. Like, no, no, no. I'm not doing it for an unpaid student film. And also it was more embarrassing. Like all of these unpaid student films were still like, nah, we're good. Like we'll pass. I never even like once got a call back for them to like work for free. 
Um, and so after enough of that, I was like, okay, I need to be in charge of my own thing because I hate waiting around for some like freshman to be like, yeah, I'll film you on my iPhone and like still getting denied with that. But I'm like, what can I do that I am in charge of myself? And so that is when I got into comedy and writing and the podcast came out of, I stopped doing stand up like four years ago and I had a really, really bad breakup with um, a comedian who was always at like, all the comedy clubs that I would go to. And it just destroyed me so much. And I went into a really, really deep depression. And I've always had like mental health issues um, and wasn't medic, didn't get on medication for it until like three years ago. Mm-hmm. It just like went unmedicated. I just like kind of ignored it. Mm-hmm. it just, I didn't want to admit it to myself. So I just got into such a deep depression where I didn't leave my apartment for, I think, three or four months. Mm-hmm. And the only time I would get up out of my bed, like the only time I could get up was to walk to uh, the door to get my Postmates delivery and walk back. Like I was like, well, that's my human interaction for the day. Yeah. I gained like 35 pounds. I, it was like the, one of the darkest like periods of my life. So like I couldn't go outside. I couldn't perform. I couldn't do anything. So, so I you started. Did you, you, did you not have any family here in LA then? You were like kind of by yourself once you had broken up with this guy. Yeah. My parents are, we have like a very uh, small family. It's like my parents and me. Uh, yeah. So we're unhealthily like obsessed with each other and each other's yes. lives. I listen um, to lots of episodes with your parents. They're awesome. Yes. My, my investors who are, I am the Rob Kardashian of my family. Like they're yeah. the real stars, um, <laughs> which is fine. I only need one of us to be successful. Amber, I am fine being, I'm fine being the Rob. Like I just need one of them to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll just coast by. Um, they're on the East coast and right. it's so hard. Like it's so hard for any parent, the regular worry they have for a kid, but especially them seeing me like drowning and them not being able to do anything about it was like really hard. So she was like, just like start a blog, start like writing again, just for yourself. It's something to do. It doesn't require leaving the apartment. So I started writing again, doing recaps of like Vanderpump rules in the bachelor, just as jokes as a writing exercise for me. And like that really did help me. And then being on my friend's podcast, I had like, I think all of two people messaged me of like, you should start your own. And I never planned on doing a podcast ever. It just came out of like extreme depression and Nancy flipping into Chris Jenner mode of no, you're putting out at least one podcast. They had the equipment for five months. I was too terrified to do anything with it. I was just like, okay, well, like half of the stuff I've bought, it'll just stay in a box forever until I, you know, next time I move in like five years, i just leave it and I throw it out. Yeah. He's like, no, you are putting out at least one episode. I don't care if you do a second one, you are doing it now. And so she Chris Jennered me. Um, and I'm terrified of her. So I did it mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, no one will listen to this. So it doesn't matter. And somebody actually did besides my parents, which I thought <sighs> they'd be the only audience. And I'm like, oh, they don't even know how to fucking download the podcast app. Like they're still on AOL. So I'm like, oh God, not, they're not even going to listen to it. So I cannot believe never in a million years did I think that this would be successful, that I would make it to a fifth or 15th episode. Mm-hmm. And it just like never in a million years did I ever think that I would 
be podcasting or that this would be the thing that is the most successful thing I've ever done career-wise and like personal, like emotionally, the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Mm. So other than the podcast, what were some other things that you kind of did to get out of the depression? Admitting to myself that there was a problem, something I had been denying my entire life. Like, and I'm not like a Christian scientist. I'm not like one of those like new age of like, no, I don't put anything, you know, manufactured into my body. Like I'm on, you know, dandelion wheat and (laughs) yoga and like, that's what fills me. And like seeing the sunrise on a hike, you know, I had no problem being on Adderall, like very proud of it, very open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, the idea of going on antidepressants, which had been suggested to me by my therapist and my parents for a while, that to me, I had the same stigma about it that unfortunately, like a majority of people have of like, I saw antidepressants as like a failure of mm-hmm. like a sign of like, well, I'm, I'm not doing well enough in my life. It's a, it's a showing that I like, I can't cope that I've given up, that I'm crazy. You know, I was like so ashamed of it that I put it off for so long. And finally admitting to myself that I have to go do something about this because I I can't keep continuing like this groundhog's day. Yeah. Like every day waking up and like, I don't know if you've ever like suffered with like manic depression or mm-hmm. um, where it's just... I hated, I don't want this to sound like suicidal, even though it does, like I dreaded like waking up every day because I knew it was going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was just so happy when I was asleep because it was, it's the only time I was able to get away from like my brain and my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so like sleep was such a relief. Yeah. And I was just like, the podcast really brought in like a new kind of dynamic, something to get excited about. And it would have never happened without, um, without admitting to myself that I needed medication. And just once I got on it, just realizing of like, oh, wow, there is no reason that you need to make life any harder on yourself than life already is for everyone. And there's nothing worse than being at war with your own brain. Mm. It's the hardest thing to deal with. Yeah. And so just that really changed my life. And that changed the podcast because I almost didn't even do the mental health episode. I went back and forth and I was just like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to say this out loud to people. Like not even my best friends knew that I like suffered with that. Like only like my family, I had admitted it to and like my closest best friend. But like, I think for the most part, when I was not seen for four months. People just thought I was like on vacation and not posting any pictures or like that I was like on some like drug trip or something. And I'm like, nope, just couldn't leave my bed. (laughs) And so I couldn't even admit it to them. And so when I did the mental health episode, that's what, that's like really what kind of kicked off the podcast. Mm. That's what connected with the most people. And that's, I had never gotten that many messages about one episode. And that's what connected me to so many people have seen that we're all going through the same thing. And so many girls our age feel the exact same way, even though when we're going through it, we feel so alone of like, I'm the only one who feels this way. And like, nobody understands. And then once you say it out loud, you see almost like everyone around you is suffering with the same thing, you know, to different degrees. Totally. That's what 
like that's what's really like made the podcast successful or that's when I started connecting with people. And yeah, I feel like people love the realness and they want to feel like they're understood and like no one, I just feel like there's not enough people talking about it in like an accessible way. Um, like you're not going to go and like Google, like, I don't know, some boring old therapist and see what they have to say about depression. You want to hear from someone who's gone through it and like what, you know, how it helped them and what they kind of did to overcome it. And you, I just feel like you like bring humor and lightness and yeah, like that deep connection that people want. Mm, that means like so much to me. I, I feel bad that I'm like not a very good example of bringing humor to it, unfortunately on your podcast, because I feel like I'm giving you like the worst answers and I really like woken up earlier um, <laughs> to uh, prepare like anything. All. No, or no. Um, my body instead of just vomiting words out of my mouth hole at you. Um, <laughs> but I'm really, uh, I really am sorry. But it's just, that has been the best, like that has been the best thing. Something that like the podcast was unexpected, doing standup was unexpected and the mental health episode, which I think was a really good lesson for me and lesson for like my kittens of something that I didn't even, I went back and forth about doing and I didn't know if it would be successful or if I should be embarrassed about it. And that's what really like worked. Like if I hadn't just like given in and said like, say yes to life and try it. I don't know if I would have, I for sure wouldn't be here um, boring you. (laughs) (laughs) So when, like at what point did the crystals and like the more spiritual side come through? Of me talking about it on the podcast? Um, of just like your own healing. Like when did you start bringing in crystals um, for your own journey? I got into crystals. Um, well, the first person I ever saw with crystals was Spencer Pratt on the hills. And at that time, all of us thought he was crazy. I mean, on the hills, he was crazy. But it's like I'd never seen anyone with like a magical rock before. And I was like, oh my God, he really is like a lunatic. I'd always been into like psychics and my mom would go to guided meditations and like have like an animal totem. And we like, we had an animal psychic. So I've always been into new age metaphysical stuff, but like never had like crystals, Mm -hmm. but like moving to LA crystals here are like Starbucks where it's like, there's a medical, there's um, like a metaphysical shop on every corner. Yeah. Um, And my mom's, my mom's like spirit crystal or whatever is an amethyst. So she wanted to go uh, buy one at like the farmer's market. And we were there and I didn't have any crystals. And I saw like the, like a rose quartz, like in a pyramid. And my mom's like, you don't, it's like the weirdest sentence. She's like, you don't have any pure, you don't have anything that's pyramid shaped in your apartment. You should get this, (laughs) which is like such an odd, like, not like, (laughs) It's like, oh, is that like, a necessity? Like, like blenders or like toasters. I'm like, you don't have a pyramid in your, and I'm like, you're right. I'm not a part of the Illuminati. Like I have no period. <laughs> like, or I have no pyramid symbols. Um, so I got it. And the next week I got into my first, like I got into my first real relationship in LA and I was like, oh my God, I'm not saying it's like because of the rose quartz, but I'm not saying it's not. I you know, there's no coincidence in the universe. Like, okay. So I went back the next week and I, um, got Aventrine for, and that's supposed to be really good for like success and career. Mm-hmm. And the, the following week I got my fashion police job. And so it was just like, so wild, like one after the other. And I'm like, Oh my God. And since I have a problem with like 
mania. Like I would been, I did like binge watching before, like binge watching was like a normal thing. <laughs> where like I'd watch one episode of something and I'd go to Best Buy and spend like $200 on like a DVD set of it. Oh, the DVD remember when, you, remember when you were like, back in our day when you had to buy DVD sets? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So like anything I do, I do to like 110%. Like I'm either like not at all or all in. And so I think I got like, um, within a matter of like months, I had over 200 crystals. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So were you like, where, how are you working with them? Like, what do you do with your crystals? I mean, I, even like then versus now, maybe you're a little bit more seasoned. Yes. But then it was just kind of like a manic, like the beanie babies phase. I was like, I need yeah. all of them every day. And like my parents were like a crystal meth addiction would have actually been cheaper than what you done with these magical rocks. And so I would just like have them around my apartment and just think like that was enough. Yeah. Um, And when I'd hold them and focus, I would have certain ones in my bra to perform with. And like normally that was um, like, that was tiger's eye and citrine would be like my normal ones I had like and so I would work with those and I really felt like that's when everything was going great. And when I would write, um, I would have like my sodalite on me uh, for fashion police and I was so into it. And then during my depression, that's when my parents knew it was really bad because I like had put all my crystals away mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't even believe in this anymore. Yeah. And that's when they knew they were like, oh, she's hit a new low. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I came out of it, and I really started working with them and holding with that, like holding them, putting them in different areas, like getting just that back into my mind and like that energy and focusing on like the focusing on like the vibe I want in my life, like every day, like that has kind of brought me like that slowly brought it like back. Yeah, totally. I feel like crystals are nothing without intention. Like you need to put the energy into it. Because even like my, my healer, Naha, who has been like on Adderall compliments a few times and she was on Spencer Pratt's like, let Spencer Pratt heal you doing um, crystal healing. She even says like, you know, it's not just like a rock. You can't, you know, buy rock and just be like, okay, work. You know, yeah. it's also you, it's put putting yourself like into that mindset of like when you have a rose quartz of like thinking about self-love and bringing like love in of having that like having that focus and opus, like opening yourself up to that energy. It's just like, I know, like, a, I guess like a focus point. Totally. Like, so like that is, it, and it really does, it like really does work. And like, I don't know if it's like, you know, placebo effect or whatever it is, if it helps you and it puts you into like a better, more peaceful state and they're pretty, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. No, totally. I'm like, I don't care if it's placebo. If it works, it works. (laughs) But but I feel like the energy, I mean, I feel like they, I mean, like, so this is the way I always explain it. It's like, they're from the ground. So they are like minerals technically are like a living thing. I mean, I might be wrong. I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know, but they have like a certain vibration that they emit. And then once that like is in your field and if your attention is on it and you're like open up to receiving it then you can like match the frequency of that crystal and like that crystal's vibration has a certain like emotion or opportunity or some kind of like intention that's attached to it so you really just like soak it in that's like that's such an amazing answer and you said it in like a tweet form of like not 20 minutes of like yeah. what I did I'm like oh no like just just use your answer really yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, you're so funny. Um, okay, so with the crystals, anything else like spiritual that you're doing? Like, are you doing yoga? Are you doing like what are some other like things that you're doing to stay sane? Um, I started getting back into hypnosis. Oh, which, such a good one. I'm obsessed. Which hypnotherapy has been like amazing for me, but also when you're going through like those um, self-sabotage moments, like when I put my crystals away and I like was like, I don't need therapy. I'm going to stop hypnosis. I'm going to stop all the things that like work for me. Getting back into hypnosis has really, really helped. Um, and I used to suggest to the kittens like that you can find, I mean, you can find hypnosis like online on YouTube, like, and it really does. It's not like this, like the stereotype that everyone thinks of like, doing hypnosis and you're like, I'm going to wake up acting like a chicken yeah. or, you know, like something I'm all for something I can do when I'm asleep that requires no effort. Yeah, exactly. So do you it's, just like listen to it while you're like going to bed or like while you're just kind of like laying there? Is it more yeah, like just, audio that you're doing? Yeah. I just like play it while I'm going to sleep and yes. it like um, soaks into your like um, subconscious and I really do feel an effect from it. Mm. And like, doing that, going to therapy, working through the energy, like in your body, instead of keeping it all like stored up mm-hmm. and like pent up, which I had no idea. Like, you know, I mean, everyone says like drink water and exercise and you're like, uh-huh. But like, what's another answer? Cause I don't want to do those two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something that I can lay down. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to drink water and I don't want to have to move. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what is that going to do for me? But it's like how Tony Robbins, like one of his things says, like, you should take a five minute walk like every day, not just like, not in just for like exercise reasons, just like you need a five minute walk to move your body and be with your own mind. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I hate that everyone's right where you're like, oh, exercise does change your mind. It's like, not just for you. It's more mental than like, for physical reasons, yeah, which I'm just like, oh god, mm. no, but they are right. Like, I know, I really hate it though. But I don't know. So, I mean, I do it. I do work out, but like, I don't want to. Like, there's got to be another way, you know. So I'm just like, oh well. I mean, in 2018, I mean, in 2018 years, you would think that they would come up with something, you know, besides that. But right now, just still that, I guess. That's um, all we got. Yeah. And I just finally started doing meditation, which I'm like, oh, I feel like a fraud. I feel like that's something that, oh, I guess like my guilty pleasure was not doing meditation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I feel like the hypnosis is kind of the same thing. It's basically like a guided meditation. And it really, like I use the app, it's called Insight Timer. Like my therapist um, recommended it to me. It's like a free app. um, And they have like thousands of meditations of like, they have like zero to five minute meditations. They have like hour meditations and you can type in whatever, um, like you're looking for. And it like, that has really helped. I'm like, Oh, I guess God, this water and exercise and meditation thing. Guess there is something to it. (laughs) There's something to it. And yeah, I feel like even like starting with two minutes of meditation is so much better than nothing. And I'm just like, Oh, in my head, I'm like, Oh, that takes so much time and effort. And I can't quiet my mind. You know, I'm I will have too many thoughts during the meditation. Like, what's the point? I know when I first started, I could only do guided meditations where they're like telling you how to breathe and telling you what to think about and like what to do with your body. And like, 
Yeah. And like, that's, I mean, even still, like that's pretty much all I do is guided meditations. My brain really never stops. So working on it, but that's where I'm at. And I think that's okay. I just feel like everyone has their own way to meditate. There's no like right or wrong. Have you ever done TM? Okay. I've tried it and I just didn't get like obsessed with it. I, I mean, I liked it, but I don't know. I just didn't really stick with it. Do you do it? No, but I really like all the, which is on how I live my life. I'm like, what do celebrities do? Yeah. All um, the celebrities are doing it. I'm like the easiest per, I'm like a marketer's dream. Like when <laughs> people, like when mad men, like ad execs, like, you know, sitting around like in a room of like, how can we sell this to people? Like I'm a dream consumer. Like if I see a celebrity do it, I'm like, I'm there. What did they do? <laughs> so when I saw like all the, like, I feel like that's the meditation that like the most celebrities talk about. Yeah. That, like how um, TM like changed their life and how it like completely changed their career. And it's like, you're supposed to go to like a TM class and get like your mantra or like your special word. And like, you can't tell anyone your secret oh, word. Okay. I like that. I might have to steal that somehow. So I'm just like, Oh, but can like, but can you just tell me your word and I can use it? You know, and yeah. people are like, <laughs> I don't want to like, go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like their social security number. Like they'd rather tell you that. And they're like, they're like, you can't tell anyone. Like your healer tells it to you and it's very oh, private. So dumb. Reiki's like that too. Like when you do your level two Reiki, you get your symbols and you're not supposed to share them with anyone. I'm like, that's crap. I'm going to share them with everyone just out of spite. <laughs> well, is it like a symbol of like a, drawing symbol or like an yeah it's like yeah so it's like sorry I'm like here no like not to tell you I'm I'm putting them in the show notes guys um but no they're like um you get these symbols they're like a bunch of different ones that mean different things so like if you're doing Reiki on someone you can either just like visualize the symbol while you're doing the Reiki or you can kind of like with a crystal or like with sage or whatever you can kind of like do the like kind of just like draw it in the air and then you kind of like send it to them it's like really fucking weird I don't know but um yeah I'm just like why don't they just tell everyone it's not like a big secret like get over yourselves yeah wouldn't you want like the more people who know about it like if it can just like spread around like a positive like std more and more people it reaches the new strain (laughs) of gonorrhea (laughs) exactly like a positive gonorrhea of like and it'll hopefully be like if I could just have like my self-help be like herpes where like it never goes away like it's just will always stick with you exactly and And it comes up when you're really stressed exactly just like flares up at like (laughs) Like (laughs) all the most all the most important times in your life you're like why now (laughs) oh my gosh I love it so yeah maybe I will just share my symbols we're just we're just doing it um okay love that like emojis Oh my God. So smart. Okay. Amber. Okay. That's what you're going to do. Okay. I'm going to shark tank it. I'm going to be like, I'm going to invest. <laughs> I want you to come out like this all comes back around to my monologue about the Kardashians, how yeah. she has Kimojis, which I did pay a dollar 99 for in the, um, Oh, Oh, I know. I have all the apps. Like- and then it's, it was, they're so good. And then it's like, now we have like the gifts you can like the moving stuff you can put on. Um, yeah. but it's like, that can be like that can be like chakra girl radio like your own app of like emojis but of yes. like reiki symbols yeah ex- reiki exposed it's happening you need your like you need your own app like <laughs> 
I mean, that's in the pipeline. It's got to happen. All the meditations too, um, which I'll have to share with you, by the way, because mine are like fun and you don't have to like do anything. You just lay there. That's my favorite thing. Like yeah. you, not <laughs> that's the only way I can start there. meditating. Like I like, I, I, I always meditate from bed. I call it meditating. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way. I've never, I've never heard that word before. And that like, that is brilliant. Like you need to, like, you need to tan that. Like, okay, I'm doing it. You're, you're really inspiring me to like, and really I don't mean like TM of like trans like meditation. I mean, like, no trademark it right yeah, now. Trademark I'm sure, like the person who was like the first person who ever said like rosé all day, you know, yeah. like stuff like where you're like, oh, it's so like brilliant. So easy. And now it's on, it's launched a million Etsy shops. Yes. Like, I'm on like t-shirts everywhere. Meditation is so it's, I've never heard of that before. Like Oh my God. Wow. You really are like Lauren Everett's like protege. Like I, I don't know how I was able to like Bernie Madoff, like con them into like putting, putting me on the network, but it's, I don't know how the hell I got on either. But that is, oh my God. Wow. There's something there with that. Like there's something. Meditation is brilliant. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So quickly before we move on to our next segment, how did the whole Joan Rivers thing come to be fashion police is like, that's maybe one of my guilty pleasures. Like I love making fun of what people wear. Actually, my first blog was going around taking photos of people and blocking out their face and making fun of their outfits. Oh my God. Like, and like, was it like glamour who like on like the last page, they would have like the fashion do's and don'ts and it would just be pictures like regular people, but with like the black bar over their eyes. Yeah. So what we did. So, um, my friend, so I was doing it with a friend and she's like super blonde. So we called ourselves Betty and Veronica and we would put an Archie over their face, like an Archie head, if they were like bad outfits and a Reggie, if it was a good outfit <laughs> and we would just like trash them. And like a lot of people read it, but then I guess we felt bad and we just stopped. I don't know. Fucking morals ruin everything for me. Oh God. <gasps> like, you, like uh, you are a true Canadian. I know. <laughs> Way too Canadian. Um, so how did that start with you? How did you get in with Joan Rivers? I um, I was doing stand-up and I only got into stand-up because I needed a way to meet um, girlfriends because uh, I moved to LA not knowing anyone and I saw an all-female writing class and I was like, well, that's a non-creepy way to meet um, girls and they um, have to hang out with me for six weeks because of the course and I just never planned on doing the show at the end of it I was like literally there like just to make friends and then I wasn't terrible at stand-up I was like oh okay I'm like better at this than I thought I would be and like once again it's the only thing like I'm in charge of that like I can do because like no one's like stopping me like nobody has to cast me to do stand-up yeah so I started doing that more and more as just like that was the only way for me to perform and like entertain so I started doing that and I got into a comedy festival in Atlanta and I was performing there and this was still when Chelsea Lately was on. Mm-hmm. One of her producers was in the audience as like a judge and he came up to me after the show. It was like, oh, I like uh, work with Chelsea Handler. It's on E! Like you really should come in for a meeting. And it's like E! was, I've dedicated so many years of my life to watching that channel where it's like between E and Bravo, like I, I could have cured cancer. Like who knows what I could have done with like, the amount of, I could have gotten into Harvard with the amount of like time I, 
like I'm a real scholar. So I'm like, okay, no, this channel, like I went in and I was just like, um, I'm not, you know, I'm definitely not like, uh, the most talented, but I will tell you that I deserve some sort of job just with how much time, how much of my life I've dedicated to you. <laughs> I, I went in thinking I was going to be like an on-camera person. Cause like, that's what I thought the meeting was for. Um, so we, it was just like a general meeting, um, with the head of development on our, like on my way out, like literally leaving her office, uh, she was like, okay, well, we'll call you if like we have an audition for any host. And as I'm like, going out the room and she's like, Oh yeah, we have that fashion please. If you want to try that. And like my head did like an exorcist spin. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And, Cause like, that was my, like, that was my favorite show. Joan Rivers was an idol of mine. I took my mom, like my mom and I went to go see her the year before for like mother's day. And like, we oh my were, we were front row. And I was just like, and that's when I think she was like 70 at like mm. that time. And she was like on the floor, like crawling around, like up and down. Like she put on like the most incredible show. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like she's done more like Fitbit, like steps just in one show than I do in a week. Like she was incredible. <laughs> so I was just like, I, I'm like, I will do craft services on Fashion Please. I'm like, I will be the janitor. I will do whatever just like to be around her. <laughs> but it's like, I had never like written anything besides like Facebook statuses and like my own standup. And yeah. so I was like, oh, well, I'm not like a, I'm not a writer. And they're like, well, that's okay. Like we'll pay you, um, for a week, like just submit it. You know, chances are probably none of your jokes will get on, but that's, you know, that's normal. You know, a lot of the, a lot of our regular writers, like their jokes don't get on and they're like, but it'll just be, just submit it. And if they use any of it or like it, then, you know, you'll be hired. Mm. So do and, they like show you the outfits and then you got to just make up your own. Yeah. Thing. So, and I okay. really lucked out that my first episode, like my trial episode was the Met Gala. Oh so my I was just God. Like, oh my God. And so like the Olsen twins and like Rihanna and like, it was a really, it was like a blessing to have that as like my first trial. Mm -hmm. And so it's all over email where they give you three days and they send you the pictures and you are supposed to submit 15 jokes for each picture. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fun. And so then it's like when I, like right before I was supposed to email it and I was like so nervous. I was like, oh my God, I've never done this before. I don't know if they're going to like any of these jokes. And then the night before they were like, we need 15 more jokes on like Rihanna's purse. And so you're like, uh, um, like, so they would just like throw new stuff at you. And the day of my fashion, my first episode, like my trial episode the guy I was with broke up with me that morning oh at like 3am. So it was like the worst day of my life. Um, and then my fashion police trial episode. And in my head, I'm just like, now I have to listen and hear none of my jokes get on because he was a, he was a comedy writer and he's like told me like half the jokes were bad. And he's like, you can't submit like half of these. And I'm like, well, I don't have like anything else to submit. Like I'm just going to. And so I'm sitting there crying, like into my Taco Bell, like about to watch like none of my jokes get on. And like the first joke she opens with was a joke he told me to cut. That was terrible. Oh like, my that, gosh. And that's what she opened with. And I had seven of my jokes get in the, like get in that episode. Oh my gosh. So do you get paid for that? Do you get paid like per joke or how does that work? Um, no, you got paid like per week, like per okay. episode. And I, I got to do it for five months until she passed. It was something that I never like thought would happen, never thought could happen. And it was just like one of those things with the universe where 
I mean, in Tallahassee, like when I dropped out of Tallahassee Community College and thinking I would look such a failure and thinking back to all the people in high school who like got into college and I was like, there was such a depression that I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even get into fucking Florida State. Like not even just on a scholarship. I'm like, no, I want to pay to go to this bad school. And they're still like, no, thank you. Hard pass. Then I'm just like, oh my God, no, I am successful. I am, I'm getting to write for Joan Rivers and I'm 25 years old and this is my first writing job and I'm getting to have one of the most iconic performers, especially like for women, mm-hmm. like say my jokes. It was, and that's something I need, I try to remind myself when I'm like really low or like, um, doubting myself. I remember like, no, I did that. Like I am talent, like I am capable of this. I love that. I mean, what an accomplishment. And like, that's just the best show. So then after that, it was like all podcast. Yeah. After that um, came the uh, depression and right. then the okay. then the blog and then the podcast. And I cannot believe like the podcast is two years old. Oh I God. It's so good. I, I just love it. You're so funny. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like one of my favorites to listen to when I'm just like driving. I'm just like dying laughing listening to you. That is like the big, like you have no idea what that means to me is coming from you. Like you have no idea. Like that is like all I, like all I ever want. And then you feel like the same way. And like people, like your, your podcast is like so important and it's so good. And like what, like what you do, like when people listen to you, I think it's so intimate because like, it's such an honor. It's like, they can literally listen to anything else, like yeah. infinite possibilities of like, you could be listening to anything else besides this. Like, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like this no. episode yeah. specifically. I'm saying like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I'm sure like after they hear me as a guest, they're like, oh no, I wish I had listened to anything. That <laughs> no. like any like little DM that I get or anyone telling me that they like the podcast, I'm like reading it to my husband. I'm like, oh my God, look at this. Isn't this so sweet? Like, I don't like take that for granted. Like, I'm like, holy shit, people actually listen. How wild. Yeah, for the first like few months, I thought the emails and messages I got were like all Russian bots. And I was just like, <laughs> or like, okay, that, maybe they're listening. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, I'll take it. Yeah. Like, or at my first live show, like getting to meet listeners for the first time, like getting to meet like kittens, like at my first meetup, it was just so crazy because I like kept looking at, like looking at their like faces and like, when I was talking to them, they probably thought I was like a cannibal or something. I was like very, like how I was looking at them was very weird. Cause I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, you're a real person. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, you're not like a paid extra by my parents. Right. I'm like, that's fine if you are, but like, are they Venmoing you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what's happening? And like to see that there are like actually real people that are choosing to spend time with you. You know, it's so special. I love you all, everyone listening. Like, do like do do they have? Are they like? Are they chakras? Like, what do your like friends in your head like have the name? Or um, okay, so actually, funnily enough, someone actually messaged me on Instagram was like, "You need a name for us." I've been hashtagging chakra babes. I don't know if that's too basic. I don't know. What is your, since you have like the best one ever, what is your, what do you think it should be? Oh, I love like, oh, I love chakra babes. Do you? Okay. So maybe we'll go. I was going to do chakra girls, but I feel like babes just is a little bit more fun. No, I like, I want a chakra babe symbol. I want a shirt. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I'm doing it. I'm getting so many good ideas from you. You're like, you should be my business manager. No, th- <laughs> like literally, I mean, the only bad idea was like having me on the podcast <laughs> but, um, and giving me just free reign to like, literally just like hijack it. And I'm so sorry um, no, that every answer it. has been 15 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> Um, but that's what we're here for. We want to see the real you. So that shows like how your chakras are working of how calm you are that you just haven't clicked off and just like, thanks. (laughs) Something something happened with the Wi-Fi. (laughs) Yeah. And like, just like after the first Kardashian answer, you're like, I'm sorry, huh? You're cutting. Yeah. I'm going through a tunnel and I'm like, wait, I thought we were podcast. Like I thought you were in your room. You're like, no tunnel. Bad. We're and just here, <laughs> just like clicking off. But it's like the friends in your head, which I know, like might sound weird coming. Like when at first, like when I said it to them, just because I am very open about my mental illness, and they're like, yeah. I don't know, she's talking about like her different personalities, like in her head, or like us. But like that's what I call like the kittens of the listeners. Yeah, like that's what. Or yeah, sorry, like that's what I call like the listeners. Um, for Adirond compliments. Is I know I should kittens. have explained that before because I can't remember what you were saying, but you said something like, oh, and then I always like ask my kittens what they want or something. And I was like, oh, they're going to think she's talking about her cats. <laughs> like, oh, but I, I wish I had kittens. They're real crazy. <laughs> they're like, oh, she really needs to go answer that. Uh, I know, I'm, like, I, I'm like, hopefully, the, I'm like, they probably all listen to you anyway. So they probably get it. They probably are your kittens too. But yeah, they're just, uh, I really lucked out the first time um, on the podcast that I like didn't know what to say when I like introduced myself. So I was just like, hi kittens. Cause I heard like Greg Proop say it once on like, whose line is it anyway? Oh. And I just thought that was like a funny like intro. Yeah. And I like also, I'm just like you said, uh, which is my most important credit and the credit I'm most proud of being a single cat mom of three it's yeah. like, the hardest job in the world um, <laughs> that like I just like am obsessed with cats and I lucked out because I'm like there's so much like cat stuff you can buy so it's really nice that like it's like that people are nice enough to give me like cat stuff I oh, want my best so friends nice. like one of my best friends Jacqueline Marfuji who has an amazing podcast called what's your jersey like she calls her listeners meatballs and she's <laughs> like she's like it's like but people like send you stuff and I'm like Jacqueline, in my defense, it's just so much easier to find cat stuff than it is to find like meatball decorations. <laughs> Send her like a pasta sauce or something. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh no, it's not because like I'm like that much. It's just like literally just <laughs> there's cat stuff everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, so if anyone's listening, send me some chakra stuff. Thanks. Like, so if anyone's listening, send anything. <laughs> send any, literally anything. I love gifts. Um, okay, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting. So my manic moment has been the last hour of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wore it well. Um, so I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna do mine because yesterday I kind of started telling you about my foot. I had a dramatic situation where okay the only way I can explain it is you know when you've got like bare feet and then you feel like dirt on the bottom of your foot and you're too lazy to go like wipe it off so you wipe it on the top of your other foot am I the only one that does that oh you kind of do like a flamingo where you're like okay I'll just transfer yeah a little sweep you know so I did that and I guess what was on the bottom of my foot was glass 
So I oh, shit. jabbed the fuck out of the top of my foot. And I didn't know that the top of the foot was one of the areas that squirts blood. It was a fucking murder scene in my bathroom. And I just didn't know what to do. I was literally, because I didn't, I, I was not in reach of like toilet paper or paper towel or anything. My phone wasn't in the room and I couldn't walk on my foot. And so I literally just kind of sat there almost ready to faint being like, what the fuck? I couldn't find the glass. So I was like looking in my foot to see if it was in me. Um, couldn't find it. Anyways, found it an hour later. It was indeed in there. When I was about to like bandage the foot up, I was like, oh my God, I think there's like a little hair in there or something. And I like got my husband to like grab me the tweezer. I call, okay, that's another thing. I called my husband. I texted him, SOS, come home, emergency. He thinks I'm dead. And it's because I cut my foot. So slightly over dramatic, but he gets it. Are you, if I stub my toe, I'm out for a week. Yeah, like, exactly. So I, so whatever. And I had to pull the giant piece of glass out of my foot and it was a nightmare. It was just disgusting. I almost threw up and my husband's really bad in clutch situations. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And he's like in the kitchen, literally like running back and forth, like a chicken with his head cut off. I'm like, just get me a fucking bowl. Like, it's not that hard. Luckily I didn't throw up, but it was just like a really manic morning. And I don't, I mean, like I cut my foot, like I probably shouldn't have made it such an extensive situation, but that's what happened. That was my day yesterday in case where did you're this, wondering where I've been. Like, I mean, before you accidentally like shibbed yourself, yeah. where did this, like, where did this glass come from? And that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my cleaner if maybe she broke something by accident, but like, I don't know that anything was broken. I, I was like really reorganizing my bathroom like that morning and had like put everything away. So it could have been, I had like this box, like we moved like a year ago and I had this box of unpacked bathroom stuff. That's like stuff you never use. Like, I don't know, like, I don't even know, like foot, I don't know, some foot oil. I don't know, just random shit that needs. Oh yeah. I have like expired, expired lotion from like like, six years ago. Like cold medicines, like all this crap. So I was opening, I had like emptied that box. I'm like, maybe there was something broken in that box. I don't know, but I, yeah, exactly. Shoved myself in the foot and it was horrific. So yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit out of commission. I like took my dog on the most lazy walk today and I feel bad, but he'll have to deal with it. I mean, the fact that you have a dog like says so much about you. Like, and I'm, I'm the biggest animal lover ever. Like I feed possums on my back porch and I'm like, (laughs) my neighbors, you know, don't love it. Um, but like, I try to do a Disney princess. Like it's so enchanting and like cute when they do it. And people think it's like beautiful when you see them with like squirrels and birds and like when you do it in real life, like people just think you're an animal hoarder and you get, um, letters from your, um, complex to stop. Um, Don't bring the rats around (laughs) anymore, please. (laughs) You're encouraged. But it's like, oh, I, I so wish I could have a, like, I so wish I could have a dog. It's just like, it takes like, it requires like so much like energy and focus. And I feel like, I feel like if I rescued a dog, like it would be more of a lateral move for the dog. (laughs) He's like, no, my life is worse. Like with her, like I can, she can barely take care of herself. Like bring me back to like, bring me back to the rescue. (laughs) The the streets. 
So I give you like so oh. much, like I give you so much well, credit. Well, I have for- a husband and he does like a lot as well. So it's kind of like a split duty. I mean, I definitely couldn't do it on my own. It's a lot and he needs to be brushed so much. And it's just, I'm kind of well, like a bare minimum mother, um, a Samoid. So he's just like a big white giant fluff. Oh my God. Like, so like, uh, what size is he? Like, are those he's the- big, like he's like 70 pounds. My God, you ha- it's like an, a fuzzy, like Olsen twin. Jesus. Like yeah. that's 70 pounds. <laughs> that's exactly. He weighs the same as Mary Kate for sure. Oh my God. Like that is so like, that is so much. Like even when my parents dog like comes to visit like little Pudrick, she's six pounds and I'm like, Oh my God, this is exhausting. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Like, I mean, between like you doing your own, like, you know, CSI murder scene in your bathroom. <laughs> I like, made my husband clean that up. Cause I was like, I can't go in there. I'll definitely faint or like slip in it or like step in something else. But so he had to like, that was like a lot of good O negative blood on the ground. It made me feel kind of bad cause I've never donated. So well, I, trust me, when I um, went to donate blood and I was like, I was really like doing it because you get like a cookie at the yeah. end. <laughs> I was and really hungry. so I waited in line, don't like did the blood thing, got like the, when they wrap your arm, like that's the worst when they tie that little band around it. Mm-hmm. Um, like that hurts like way worse for needles. So I like did my blood. I'm like, okay, it's time for my cookie. And like the nurse gives it to me and it was a fucking oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh God. And I was like, what was Way the to point of this? discourage people from giving blood. Well, I was like, I want my blood back. Like do a transfusion. <laughs> I, I was not, I was not aware that this was a fucking oatmeal raisin cookie. Like you tricked me. This was, this was not fair. I would have never done this if I knew you were pulling bullshit. <laughs> Oh my god. So don't worry. Don't think that you did a bad thing by like not donating blood. At least what you did was honest. It was honest. It was really honest. So and what I manifested is that I right after this incident, I was gonna go work out and then I didn't have to work out. And now I have an excuse to not work out for like at least like a month. What do you think? A month? Oh yeah. I mean I like a month and a year. <laughs> a I month, think. Yeah, yeah. A while anyway. Sounds like you lost like I know, like at least a few ounces just in blood. So you're like, yeah, I- oh my God, you're right. Okay. I lost some weight yesterday. Go me. <laughs> okay. And, is- and you, you had your husband clean for you. It's a win. Yeah, exact. Double whammy. I love it. So what was your last manic moment? Um, my last manic moment was, oh God, there's like, there are so many, um, I think yesterday when I went to go see my favorite um, Instagram influencer, which uh, is an animal account, is an animal account, and who is it? It's um, the Possum Sesame. Oh. <laughs> His account is at it's me Sesame. Oh my god! And it ha- like he has almost eighty thousand followers. Um, and I got to meet his little sister starfish because unfortunately Sesame passed, um, two months ago and I like oh. did a tribute to him. It's my, like, I sobbed on my podcast for like 20 minutes. Um, so I was going to go meet her and I was so excited that I went to Whole Foods and like bought like $50 worth of fruit. And it was like, a, like, I don't know, like not a hostess gift or welcoming gift. Cause like they weren't at my house, but I was just like, I want to impress this possum. <laughs> so do possums eat fruit? Did it like eat it? Yeah. Like, and I was just like, well, I, I was like, 
hoping she would. I mean, she was not like a big fan of the $12 organic raspberries, which is kind of a disappointment. Um, That little snot. And I was like, okay, wow. Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) is very... Oh my gosh. So you brought the possum a bunch of food, didn't like the raspberries. And so, yeah, um, coming off of like, you know, like when you are like nervous flirting with like a guy that you like and you're like, um, um, like, yeah, you know, keep like brushing your hair and like, yeah. Um, that's like, I realized I was like doing that, but like in the presence, like in the presence of a possum, like, Starstruck by a possum. Trying so desperately to like get this possum to like me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm even like, I'm even like so desperate for um, an Instagram animal's attention. And like, uh, just like how guys feel, I'm like, oh, the possum's like smells me reeking of desperation and she's not into it. Oh my God. So funny. So what is the last thing you manifested? My, my actual like manifestation candles. I made a special, like the biggest metaphysical shop here in LA. Um, and they also just like opened up a New York location. It's called house of intuition. Yes. They're incredible. And I had done a candle collaboration with them a year ago for Valentine's day. I made my own like Valentine's day self-love candle for the kittens and it sold really well. Um, and they'd asked like when I was going to do another candle, but like, I didn't, I waited like a year and I didn't know what to do. And then I'm obsessed with Halloween. It's my, it's like what I look forward to like all year. Like this is all the holidays, like combined in one for me. Like it's, this is it. And so I decided to make like a Halloween, like protection rounding manifestation candle. Um, and I I named it the black flame, like the black flame candle. Oh my God. I love that so much. So are you making the candles? Yeah. So it was, um, a collaboration, like house of intuition, like makes it, um, made it like in the store. And I put, uh, there's like a spell on the front, like a, it's like a grounding, um, like home, like a home blessing. Yeah. But like, I just call, I I called it a spell for like, you know, Halloween. Yeah. So, uh, I designed, like I wrote, um, the spell and I designed like the front label. And so it's like a black cat. (laughs) It's like black flame. I uh, love. And it went on sale yesterday uh, in the morning and it was sold out by like the afternoon by like three o'clock. It was completely sold out. So, okay. So there's no more or more coming. No, I said like, there's more coming since I was like, Oh my God, I sold out. And so like, I manifested the candles like selling really well and being like, oh God, please don't let me have like just 23 of my own candles just like around because that's just, you know, um, a fire <laughs> hazard waiting to happen, you know, because I'll fall asleep with it still lit. So I'm just like, I just want them to sell well. And so, I mean, they sold out. That's the fastest my candles have sold out. And so then I put in for like another batch and like that is already sold out. So I'm just like, ah, I feel like the, um, Kylie Jenner of Halloween grounding. Oh my God, gold at House of Intuition. Um, Forbes, here we come. Named Annabelle. So yeah, I, <laughs> I'm the top of that market. Amazing. I love it. Okay. Obsessed with you. We're going to, okay. So we're going to have to link everyone to where they can buy all your things because you also sell crystals and a bunch of other goodies on your site. So we're going to link everyone there. Um, where else can we find you? 
You can find me. The podcast is called Adderall and Compliments on iTunes, and I cannot wait to have you as a guest. Yay. Um, it's going to be so good. Uh, the crystal kits, uh, I have three kits right now. The essentials kit, which is like the, you know, go to like your first aid toolkit of like the like first set of crystals that like everyone gets. It's like, you know, the staples mm -hmm. and then the manifestation kit and the healing kit. And right now I have another like special Halloween kit coming out with like skulls and it comes in, um, a painted, uh, coffin and I'm oh very God, excited with like a crystal cat. So, yes. So all of that is available on adderallandcompliments.com. And also the candles are, will be available. I'm doing another um, I ordered another batch of them. So get your Halloween black flame candle. That's um, safe for virgins to light also. Um, <laughs> so I love it. And it smells so good. I had it like, I wanted it to smell like fall. And um, okay, I totally need it. I'm looking at it right now and I need to pre-order or somehow get it. So I am sending it to you as a thank you gift oh God, of, for... It. Me this <laughs> oh my god no this has been so fun and you're just hilarious and I love you so everyone check out Annabelle go listen to Adderall and compliments now it is so funny so much goodness check out the crystals you know yes the crystal kits are really really affordable when I really like because I wanted it affordable for everyone so you get like six like really like juicy sized crystals, um, for 1995. And it that comes is with like so good. an instruction of like, uh, eat what each candle is a description, a uh, a piece of like Palo Santo and, um, an affirmation sheet, which with each one. And so, cause crystals can be so ex like just one crystal can be so expensive and I want oh, it I to be available for like all the kittens, like Anyway, because I think crystals should be for everyone, not they just the are. top 1%. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Chakra babes, go get it. See, see what I did there? I love it. It's <laughs> that meditation. I, there you go. Seriously, in the elevator down to like open the garage door, I was like, God, meditation. Brilliant. I know. We're going to need to like really, you know, you're going to need to really help me market myself because you've got all the good ideas. Yes, I hope you're signing off of this and going to um, go to like legal Zoom and start the yes. copyright. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, love you. So much fun, everyone. Have the best week ever and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thechakragirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.